Beathard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. Ah, he's Fifty-six yarder. It's got no. Does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Don't miss a thing from the world of college football. Stay right here for College Gridiron on WFUV Sports. Welcome back to another week of College Gridiron. I am Danny Scott, joined by Will Talent. Will, a lot of craziness going on in the world of college football right now. We got a battle of arguably the two top teams in football this week. The college football playoff poll just dropped. We got a lot to discuss, but before we get into that, how are we doing today, buddy? Doing great, Dan. It's always a pleasure to be on this show. Just you and me today. First time it's been just an A and a B for us. But uh, lots of great football, like you said. Uh, My personal favorite for this year, Ohio State, they gave up 30-plus points for the first time this year. Very interesting there against Penn State. And a big week for you, Notre Dame. How about that? Really good on the ground. A good week when a fighting Irish win. I've been been saying. And let's, let's jump right into that discussion. So, Will, unranked Notre Dame goes into Syracuse, the number 16 ranked Syracuse, wins. 41-24, 41-24, and this was just this was the win that I feel like I've been searching for with this team. They are very, very good against ACC opponents. Now 26-0 in their last 26 regular season games against ACC opponents, and that stat means a lot to me this week when we're going to talk about Notre Dame versus Clemson in a few. But this just really felt like they just went in and were like, you know what, we got nothing to lose anymore. Let's just go in and throttle the number 16 team in the nation. Yeah, and it's Syracuse. It's not normally a team that you would think would be so high up, but this year, different story. And Notre Dame came in and looked like Notre Dame. Their their ground game has been very good, and this week, really, they really, really showed that. Audric estimate 20 rushes for 123 yards, two touchdowns. Logan Diggs, 20 rushes for 85 yards. Drew Payne didn't really have to do all that much. He was 9 for 19, did what he could. But why would you throw the rock when you can just dish it off? And when you got a back room like that, it makes it a lot easier for an offense. Yeah, facts. Between the top two guys, over 200 rushing yards. And these guys are both young. I believe they're both sophomores right now. Audric is definitely a sophomore. I went to high school with him. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. That, that's awesome. He was a beast in high school, and he's looking uh, yeah, even better he's, now. He's a beast now. I, yep. I'm I'm pretty confident Diggs is a sophomore. Remembering back the last year, calling him you know the true freshman back there with Kyron Williams, and and then there's another guy on that roster, Chris Tyree, who was one of the feature backs last year between him and Williams, and then Logan Diggs started doing this, and then Audric Estime. He just kind of took off and has been playing very well. But this team, you know, if you go up and down the roster, it really, really feels like this is a good team. And you listen to these press conferences by Marcus Freeman, and he's just saying, you know, we're just not executing like we're supposed to. But it really felt like they executed whatever it was that they were trying to this weekend. Yeah, execution is 100% there. You win by almost 20 points against a a good football team this year. Syracuse was nothing to sneeze at. They were 6-1 going into this game. Not, Not typically the script that you would see when it, when you have a matchup like Notre Dame and Syracuse, four what, what was Notre Dame four four and three going to, into this game? So usually you don't really see that, and now it, it looked as though 
Notre Dame was back and they're playing their game. Played against a good football team and they won. They out they outrushed them. They did everything better, and that's what you have to do to win games like this. The best part about this team that I've really started to see turn, and it's been since that Cal game, um, is the play of the offensive line, and, and I think that is you see that with the rushing numbers. Absolutely, that putting yeah. up. the offensive line really really struggled when Buckner was at quarterback, and since then, since Pine's kind of taken over, they've somehow figured it out, thank God. Um, even though they had that loss to Stanford, they have a couple of really, really good wins on their resume. You know, a win over number 16 Syracuse, a win over, at the time, number 16 BYU. This team is just so hot and cold, and it annoys me to no end. But let's talk about a team that just feels like they're always hot, and that's number two, Ohio State, beating number 13 Penn State, 44-31. This team, you know, they're just find ways to win. They continually put up over 40 points a game. Uh, I think outside of the, I, I don't think, I know outside of the Notre Dame game, they've put up over 40 in each of the last seven. Yeah, and like I said when we opened the show, Dan, this is the first time that they've given up 30 or more points in a game. But their offense is fantastic, but their defense has, has been just as good. You look at C.J. Stroud definitely making a very strong case for the Heisman Trophy this year, 26 for 33 354 yards, only had to throw one touchdown. It was it was a great game all around. They they ran well. Marvin Harrison too. How about him, Dan? He's he unreal. Gotta be He's gotta so be good. maybe top five in the draft this year. Oh, or is that, that, a, or is that nah, a reach? That's, I think that's a stretch because there's another guy on that roster, Jackson Smith and Jigba, that hasn't been playing that is really good at football. Yeah, but you know, Marvin Harrison got the name too, Dan. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten receptions for 185 yards. This, this OSU team, I really, really like them. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna make a prediction right now, I would not. I, I would go with OSU to win win the title this year. I think there's a very strong chance, Dan. I, I, I really like how this team plays. There's a couple of SEC teams, and one of which we'll talk about next. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't think I can I can say that's completely out of the question. Um, but I do, you know, teams this, that are better. There, I, I don't know if there's even better teams that are better. I just, the SEC style of football it, against the stronger. Big Ten style of football. It, I, I get that. Makes me a little nervous when, uh, yeah. when you're talking about Natty, especially this early, because Ohio State's still got to play Michigan at some point this year. Yes, they do. But I just, the, the way that they've played, and maybe maybe this is their, maybe this, is, this was the game where they start to like kind of show their true colors a little bit. But they still, they still won by, what was it, 13, 12, 13? Yeah, so two scores. Two scores, so still a big game. I, I just don't know, Dan. They, they put up 60, 70 points, points in this season. Defense has been great. I just I, I love them. I love watching them. They're, they're a great football it's a team. Very, it's a very fun team to watch because they're going to put up points. And, you know, and the defense played good enough to win in yeah, this Yeah, they one. played they, okay. They for, forced four turnovers. When you force four, four turnovers in a game and you don't – turn the ball over at all, I think that's a pretty good recipe. And yeah. here's one of my biggest things is the turnover to uh, time of possession battle. It was very, very close in the time of possession battle. I think um, Penn State won by 26 seconds. Like, that's close enough mm-hmm. where if you're turning the ball over four times, you got a very, very good shot to win. And C.J. Stroud is playing like a Heisman candidate. Only one touchdown but 354 yards. And Marvin Jones Jr., 10 receptions for 185 yards. He's just a stud. But 
this team, you know, I think when you see a Penn State team who I have said is is overrated this year, they played probably their best game of the year. Granted, it was at home. Uh, it was a good win for Ohio State going into Penn State and, and taking care of business. However, this has to scare you a tiny, tiny bit if you're a Ohio State fan when you're going, oh, Michigan beat Penn State by a far bigger margin. They really kind of took it to them. Uh, Penn State got a couple lucky plays against Michigan, and that's how the score was a little bit closer than it even was. However, this Penn State game for Ohio State kind of felt like uh, Penn State kind of came back and punched back, and that's got to be a t- just just a tiny bit nerve-wracking if you're an Ohio State fan. Yeah, I, I would say tiny bit. If you're an Ohio State fan, it's definitely a concern, but – I, I gotta say, they just they they're so strong. I wouldn't take it too deep, too seriously. Yes, Penn State did score 17 points in the fourth quarter, but Ohio State also scored 28. So it was kind of a big uh, shootout, if uh, you could put it in the fourth. It wasn't like Penn State was running all over any, anybody in the fourth quarter, obviously. But yeah, maybe maybe a small a smidge of concern, Dan. But at at the end of the day, this team is just so strong in my eyes. I, they're going to be very tough to take down. That Michigan game, like you said, going to be a very fun watch. I I do think Ohio State wins that. I'm not going to say easily, but probably like how they won this game. Okay, I I mean I'm not going to disagree with you. I just there I got a couple of reservations after not really taking it to Penn State. But let's talk about a team that really took it to yeah, Kentucky, and that's that number way. three, Tennessee, beating number 19, Kentucky, 44-6. to And on last week's episode, I know you weren't on, but I was saying, you know, I, I think Kentucky's really good. I love Will Levis. I think he's awesome. Will Levis stunk. Hendon Hooker played awesome. 245 yards, three touchdowns, to Will Levis's 89 yards, three interceptions. Yeah, Will Levis just did not show up. I mean, the whole team really didn't show up. In the first quarter, it was seven to six. Kind of, it was it was nice, and then thirty-seven unanswered for Tennessee. It's just total mop, Dan. Um, yeah, Will Levis sixteen for twenty-seven didn't even get over a hundred yards. the The run game for Tennessee great. Jabari Small twenty-one rushes for seventy-eight yards. Jalen Wright only seven rushes and five less yards with seventy-three and a touchdown. And there were also three rushing touchdowns from three different players for Tennessee. And then Jalen Height five receptions, one hundred and thirty-eight yards and two touchdowns. This Tennessee team just looks pretty complete, Dan. They look pretty complete. They've won some big games, and this week we're going to talk about it in a minute. We're still talking about this game with Kentucky, but this week is this is the big test. This is the test for Tennessee. Are they a national? Are they the national team? We'll, we'll have to see. We will. We will see, and we'll we'll definitely break that game down with a a little more in depth shot thought. However, going back to this one, it just you know, there's not a whole lot to say when a team wins forty four to six. Yeah, it just it just really felt like Tennessee is playing like the best team in the nation, and yeah. they get rewarded by that number one ranking. Um, and the wild one to me is I go back to this time of possession Kentucky blew them out of the water in time of possession uh 35 11 to 24 49 that just speaks to how quickly this Tennessee offense has the capability of scoring they killed the turnover battle three to zero Tennessee wins however this Tennessee team just they feel not not that 2019 LSU or 2020 Alabama oh, no. caliber Mm-mm. but they're 
getting that that feeling like, okay, this is a very, very special team that we're witnessing. Yeah, and I, I don't want to keep doing this, but it's really just going to come down to that. It's really going to depend on how they play this week, Dan. I, I don't have that feeling just yet because those were two of the best college football teams ever. I You could debate. I think the LSU team was better, but there's a lot. I agree. Of- but, however, one thing I'll remind you if we're talking about 2019 LSU is no one believed in them until the SEC championship. Fair. Yeah. No one was saying this, like, this inkling that we're starting to feel with this Tennessee team, or at least I'm starting to feel. No one was saying that up until that 2019 SEC championship against Alabama where they just, or not against Bama, against Georgia, I believe it was, that they just blew them out of the water. Yeah. Yeah, and Tennessee's, they have the, uh, they have the script ready for it. And just, it's going to come down to this week, Dan, if they can really put up a good game and, it's it can't be like super super close even though i think it will be if they want to be separated into that lsu that alabama category they're going to need to put up some work against georgia this week i agree i agree with that next game final one we'll talk about from last week and this this was the most shocking to me this the other ones were like okay all those you know you can you can process them number 22 kansas state Beats number nine Oklahoma State forty eight to zero. Unbelievable to zero, and this Oklahoma State team was a team that we were saying, you know, they're an overtime loss against TCU from being a top five team in the nation, a top six team in the nation. Kansas State proved to everyone that this Oklahoma State team is very, very beatable. Spencer Sanders for Oklahoma State, one hundred and forty seven yards and an interception. Uh, negative nine rushing yards from a quarterback that's known as a rushing quarterback. And then you look at the other side, Will Howard, 296 yards, four touchdowns. This Kansas State team is is something that we can't really joke about anymore. Oh, yeah. Keep an eye out on them. Go up nine. They, they go up from 22 to 13 and go up nine spots. Oklahoma dropped from nine to 18. That's That's pretty big. That was a big, big loss for Oklahoma State. Kansas State, though, really, really impressive, Dan. Will Howard, 21 for 37, almost 300 yards, four touchdowns. Can't really ask for anything more. And Deuce Vaughn, 22 rushes, 158 yards, one touchdown. Malik Knowles, 113 yards on eight receptions. It was just a great all-around game for Kansas State. The defense, obviously, was very good. The offense was very good. It's really like that. that that's really it. For me, man, it's just that's what that's what you look at. Yeah, Kansas State plays Texas. They play Texas this week. That should be a good game, possibly, depending on how they they um, bounce back from this game. Could see another boost if, with a win there, a big win. But um, yeah, definitely a team to keep your eye on. On not really gonna be in playoff talk at all. No, but they a already fun have story. two losses. Yeah, a fun story and very very uh, surprising. This is their second shutout, by the way, this this year. Obviously, the first one came against South Dakota, a different team. But two shutouts in one season, that, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's very good in the, in the realm of college football. And before we kind of transition over to talking about the new polls and, and what that means for college football, I just want to point out my favorite stat, Will Talent, time of possession battle and turnover battle. Mm. Kansas State, 35 minutes, 29 seconds. Oklahoma State, 24 minutes, 31 seconds. Oklahoma State, three turnovers, Kansas State, zero. Yep. 
Recipe for success, Dan. You Recipe win, for, for success. You win both of those battles, there is a very, very good chance that you're going to win the football game. Yeah, no sloppiness. But let's talk about this new college football playoff poll. You know, I haven't seen many people complaining about it. There's a couple to me, though, that I'm not sure make a whole lot of sense. Mm. Um, and that's LSU being at number 10. Uh, you know... Good for Brian Kelly. I still hate him. I, I dislike that man with a passion after what he did to my fighting Irish. Yeah. But they move up to number 10. Uh, Tennessee at number one. Do we do we really think that they overjump Ohio State and Georgia at number one? And then a 5-3 and three Texas at number 24. They're the only three-loss team in this. And I know there's good 6-2 and two teams out there, but they sit at number 24, which... And it doesn't have to be any of these, but what is the most kind of surprising switch up to you that we've been going with this AP poll for the past eight weeks, and now we're transitioning into, okay, the AP poll doesn't mean jack. However, all we care about is this college football poll. Well, I think the biggest one here, Dan, is definitely Tennessee. 100%. I have another one, but this is very obvious. I think they do jump Ohio State. They just crushed Another another top 25 team. Ohio State did not particularly crush a top 25 team. So Ohio State's still, still in there. They're going to be top four. I, I think they may end up two and go on to win, like I said before. But putting Tennessee above Georgia, I think it should be Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, Clemson. We'll, we'll debate that in a minute. But the top three, I don't see really changing. It should be Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, and this week should decide – if Tennessee is number one, Georgia's the national champion. They have the same record. Winning national champion. Uh, they're undefeated. Why is Tennessee ahead of them? I, I don't understand that. And another one, Dan. Oregon at number eight. I, I'm not loving that. I'm not really loving that, Dan. So, the the yeah, I agree with you on that one. So, you're telling me that the team that lost 49-0 to zero or to three, whatever it was, against Ohio State – is only five teams worse than than Georgia, a team exactly. that dismantled them. There, there's only five teams better than that team in the world of college football. Yeah, at least you could give Penn State a little credit. They didn't get completely dismantled by Ohio State, and they're sitting at 15. So I, I don't know. I'm really, I really don't like Oregon at eight. LSU at 10 is kind of crazy. I think, I think UCLA should be above LSU if we're if we're being honest here. Look, there's how many one loss? Teams? I mean, one, LSU's two, three, only four, good win five. is against Ole Miss. Yeah, and Ole Miss is eleven. They're eight and one, and we we had a discussion about them. Yes. I like them a lot more than you, but yes. And then the next week, they got just their doors blown off. There it is. <laughs> the vibes that's how, weren't that's there. That's how it goes. Talent. The vibes <laughs> that's weren't how, there. With they were not there, unfortunately. <laughs> feeling it, and then it just it was a false feeling. But I mean, if you look at LSU's wins, I, they had a heartbreaking loss to Florida State Week One. Everyone watched that game. It was the first game of college football. Then they beat Southern. Not even Southern anything. Just, just Southern. Southern. <laughs> Mississippi State. Okay. New Mexico. Like, what conference are they in? Auburn, sure, but you only beat them by four points, and Auburn just fired their head coach. Yeah, yeah. And you get dismantled by Tennessee, forty to thirteen. You play one of the worst Florida teams we've seen in recent memory, and beat them forty-five thirty-five. And then, sure, you go out and play very good against uh, overrated Ole Miss team that I very clearly predicted that that they were not as good as 
uh, they were getting credit for, and you beat them by 25 points. Like, that's a that's a good win. But outside of that Ole Miss win, what's your best win? Yeah, they, they don't really, they don't have one, Dan. No, they don't how have is one. this team the number 10 team in the nation? I, I it, agree. I, it, I don't get it. There's, it's mind-boggling. Put Kansas State there. Yeah. Maybe not or there, but put above LS, LSU. Put, put UCLA above them. Yeah, yeah UCLA. Yeah, Dan, I don't really like that one. Uh, there's another team I want to talk about. Look at that number seven spot. How about it? TCU. They should be higher. I think so. Yes. And we'll, well, we can jump right into this. Sure. Well, Talent, give me, your, give me your top four and first two out. All right. Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee. I like I like Michigan. I like Michigan over Michigan Clemson. Michigan four? Okay. I would go Clemson, Alabama, five and six. I know I said last, last time I was on. Bam is going to make it. Bam is going to make it. I'm not going to hop off of that. But right now, that's fair. I'm going to go with, like I said, Georgia. I, I maybe I might switch it up here. Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, Bama. Those are my two out. Okay. Um, I'm going to go. I'm just going to roll with the undefeated teams. I don't know why. Like why we're overthinking Alabama. They have a loss. TCU has been been rolling. I'm going to go Georgia, Ohio State. Tennessee, Clemson, Michigan, TCU. I got TCU at six. I'm sorry, Nick. I I know I'm going to send this episode to him. He said they're a top four team in the nation. They're a very, very good football team. However, there's three undefeated SEC schools right now. And then we all know what Clemson is. We all know what Ohio State is. And then you got Michigan, who's playing very, very good in the playoffs last year. TCU is a very, very good football team, and then I would have Alabama at, at my seventh spot. I just we're, really at I, seven. I, I feel like we're overanalyzing everything. Alabama has a loss. TCU doesn't have a loss, and they got a lot of wins over ranked opponents. They do. They they, they really had do. four straight weeks playing ranked teams and beat them all. Like we're, I feel like the committee's just overanalyzing Alabama, and Alabama's got a tough game this week against LSU. That could be. LSU's big game. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I don't see LSU winning that game whatsoever, but it it is a big game. That could completely change the narrative. That, that could move LSU up even more. It, it yeah. definitely will. They got a very generous boost this week. If you go in with the kind of momentum that they have and it happens, this team could be 7-6 on, on this show next week. I think TCU, the problem with them, Dan, their schedule remaining is like it, it doesn't it doesn't favor them. Texas Tech, Texas, Baylor, Iowa State. That that is a very win out kind of schedule. I think TCU, the way that they've been playing, I think they can definitely win out. But do they get the credit if they win out? I think I don't know. I think they do. And, and really? I'll, I'll tell you why. Uh because I probably through yeah, three of these teams above them will not be in the college football playoff. Probably three. It's going to be the winner of Tennessee-Georgia. I That's a toss-up for me right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to our predictions, but one of those teams isn't going to make the SEC championship game. So if you're not even getting to the SEC championship game, I think that's a big kick on your resume, and the committee's not going to like that. Then you got Ohio State-Michigan. They got to play. One of them's not getting to the Big Ten championship game. That's a big kick on your resume, too. And then Alabama, if they went out, make it to the SEC championship game, I don't see them 
not losing to Tennessee again if it's Tennessee, and I don't see them beating Georgia. So that kicks them out. So there's three teams that are going to be gone, and that moves TCU from number seven to number four. Yeah. I, I, you know, Dan, that that's a very good it's a very good way to look at it. I would that would be really cool to see them in. They have they they can do it. They can definitely do it too. They just have to get the favor from the poll. They definitely have a route, and I don't know how you can kick an undefeated Big Twelve championship team from the playoffs. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you. I hundred percent agree that, with you. That would like if you're putting in a one loss. Georgia that didn't make the SEC championship in over an undefeated TCU team that won the Big 12, I think then this whole system is just, it's destroyed. Yeah. Like it's, it just ruins what the idea of the college football playoff is supposed to be. Right. Yeah. I, I, I like it, Dan. I like that a lot. All right. Well, let's transition over to next week's games um we got we got a few good ones we'll start off with kind of the slower games and then wrap up with alabama lsu and tennessee georgia but the first one the one that i want to talk about this is just me being the a-host so i get to dictate what we talk about (laughs) so let's talk about number four clemson going into south bend and taking on the fighting irish Will, what's your thoughts on this one little score prediction who do you think is going to win all right well clemson is only minus three and a half favorites, for, and they are the number four team in the country right now against Notre Dame. Um, I'm going to have to go against your boys here. I think it's going to be kind of close, though, because if Notre Dame can continue this run game, which I don't really see them stopping, I think they're gonna. I think it's going to bode well for them. I don't think they end up winning. I think it's going to be kind of a lower-scoring game. I'm going to say 28 to 24 Clemson. This one's tough for me because I've been going on and on about, you know, Notre Dame 26 and 0 against these ACC opponents in the last 26 regular season games, one of which was against a very very good Clemson team in South Bend, DJ Uyunglele's first year as a starter or first first uh, starting game after Trevor Lawrence goes hurt. Notre Dame, the number four team in the nation, takes down the number one team in the nation, Clemson, in an overtime thriller. And I just feel like this has that written all over again. Mm. Just this wild game that we see in South Bend where Notre Dame kind of shocks everyone. I very much see that. However, I also recognize that Clemson is a very good football team. They're the number four team in the nation for a reason. But I do feel like this Notre Dame team can beat anyone on any given night if they execute their game plan. And that's a theme that we've been seeing with this Notre Dame team and their three losses, and probably two of the three losses, that they just weren't executing. They, the loss to Marshall and the loss to, Clem, or to um, Ohio State. Stanford. Oh, Stanford. They probably played very well against Ohio State. You know, you got to go into Ohio State. That's a tough win. Yeah. You hold that Ohio State offense to only 21 points. Like, that's a very uh, – in. Uh, it's a good loss. Well, yeah, look, I'm doing look at what Ohio it's State's been loss, able to do yes. since then. Yep. However, I do think this Notre Dame team has a very good shot here. Uh, Notre Dame very much beat Syracuse by a wider margin than Clemson did, and Clemson was at home against Syracuse. Notre Dame went into Syracuse and did that to them. So I'm going to go 
with the Fighting Irish on this one. Everyone's going to call me crazy. Everyone's <laughs> going to call me a homer. I'm going to call you biased. All, all I, but there you go. the statistics, I think, are there that make me feel comfortable making this pick. Yeah. 26-0 and 0 against ACC opponents. Similar, uh, A similar opponent that Notre Dame beat far greater away versus that Clemson beat at home. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with Notre Dame 21-17. to 17. It's going to be a low score. Wow, even both, lower than what I said. Both teams are very, very good defensively. Uh, I think even Clemson jumps out to like a little 10-point lead, and then Notre Dame kind of storms back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I like that, Dan. It's I like a very. It's gonna, I think it's going to be a great game regardless. That that might have been way too much over-analysis on my behalf. That's your team, though. But it's your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another one. Number 21, Wake Forest against number 22, NC State. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Two teams that, you know, having good seasons. Maybe a little higher up beforehand now. Let's see. Wake Forest scores a lot more points than NC State. Mm, I think it's going to be Wake Forest, in my opinion. I think they go up by a decent margin. We're going to go with 35-21. Wake Forest. I'm also on Wake Forest right now, and I think a lot of people are are just looking at NC State, and they've played a couple of bad opponents the last couple of weeks. But reminder that their starting quarterback Devin Leary is out for the season, and Devin Leary was one of the main reasons that this team was ranked to begin with. And then you look on the other side, Sam Hartman, 22 touchdowns to only six interceptions. He's a very, very good passer. This Wake Forest team is known for scoring a lot of points, and that dates back to last year when Hartman took over. I'm also going to go with Wake Forest. I'm going to go 42-21 to 21 Wake wins. All right. And then uh, another big Big 12 battle, um, number 13, Kansas State will host number 24, Texas. And Texas is actually favored in this they one, are. and I have no idea why. And, and by a slim margin, too, with those big games that, that Kansas State has had, um, you would think that, first of all, that they would be favored, and by a lot more. But Texas is favored by two and a half. This is definitely going against it. Uh, we're going to go at Kansas State without a doubt. Big 12 matchup here. Hmm. Score prediction. I think I think Kansas State puts up forty against Texas. I think I don't I think hate they that. win forty I, to twenty eight. I I don't hate that will at all. Um, I'm also gonna go with Kansas State. Um, I, I guess we're we're even on everything except for Notre Dame. You picked against Notre Dame. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Kansas State wins this one. I think yeah, probably. I I don't know if I see them put up forty. I'm gonna go. Uh, thirty-five, twenty-four. I I like that. Kansas State. Wins. I like that. I, I think Texas is is a good is a good football team, but Kansas State gets it done. Yep. And then now to the SEC matchups, couple of very fun games. Uh, and this was one of the bigger rivalries for a long time, especially because Nick Saban was the coach at LSU. Number six Alabama will travel to Death Valley to take on number ten LSU. This is more of a toss-up than I would like it to be. Really? I think this game has a little more hype than it should. Um, LSU just really is not that good to me, Dan. Uh, they are not, they're good, but they're not, like we were saying, they're not this number 10 team good. So, with that being said, I think Alabama has a game. And Alabama shows 
why that they um, should be in the conversation that I keep putting them in, and also why LSU shouldn't be in that conversation. I think Alabama, Alabama puts up 45 in this game. Wow. I really do. Wow. I think it's I think it's but LSU is going to hold their own. I think it's going to be 45 35 Alabama. Interesting. So it's it's still a it's little still close. There. It's still there it's but still there. 45 points against a against yeah. a top 10 team. So you Come have on. LSU to cover? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I actually think it's going to be a little bit bigger than Do that. Do you really? Yeah, um, a little bit bigger of a loss. I think Alabama will cover, but I think it's it's really, really close. I think the spread is at 13.5. I think Alabama gets there with 14 or 17, um, where it's like, you know, people are like, okay, we kind of expected Alabama to really be down on them. Um it is in Death Valley, and that makes a big difference. We saw what LSU did a week ago against uh, Ole Miss in Death Valley, just 45 unanswered points, just yeah, taking it, just it to them. Un- unbelievable. Um, but I do think this Alabama team is significantly better than that Ole Miss team. I think I'm going to go um, Alabama 42, LSU, what's minus 14, 30, 30. What, I didn't even hear the first number. Four, 42. 42. Uh, 42, 28. There you go. 42, 28. There it is. So I think, I think I'm going to, I'm going to roll with the tide on this one. And then for the big daddy, this one, this is, this is a lot of fun. Woo. This one, this one's crazy. Number Let's one, Tennessee going to Georgia, Georgia to take on number three, Georgia. This one has game of the year written all over it. Number one versus number three. It should be uh, an amazing game. Georgia eight point favorites. You see that, Dan? Eight point yes favorites. And Tennessee's number one, and Georgia's three. Never gonna, never gonna understand. But it is what it is. I'm gonna go. I, I think we're gonna have a little shakeup this year, Dan. We're gonna have a little shakeup. It's gonna go to Tennessee. And Tennessee, wow. this is gonna be the momentum that Tennessee needs. This team puts up almost 50 points a game. That's the best in the nation. They're not going to do that this week. Not not at all. Um, Georgia's sixth best, best defense. Probably the best. They, they're sixth in total yards for defense. Very, very good there. So, with that being said, oh, man. I, don't, I think both teams have to get over 25, even though both defenses are good. Let's go... Let's go with who 35-32 Tennessee. Wow. All right. I think it's going to be close, but they're going to put up points. Okay. Really hope I'm not I don't, disappointed. I don't hate that. I don't know how you get to 32 points, but figure um, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Figure it a couple out. safeties. Um This one this one's tough for me to pick uh because I really like Tennessee this year. However, it's Georgia, the reigning national champions, this team that I've been so high on for the last two years, the best defense in the nation. I just don't see Georgia uh, relinquishing that. Yep. I think they're a very, very good football team. It's in Georgia. I think that makes a big, a big, big difference, especially in the world of college football. I just see Georgia coming out on top. I see Georgia as a national champion this year. Uh, they're they're my team that I've been rolling with the last two years. They made me look very very smart last year, when three of the four other hosts are picking Alabama and I'm the one rolling with Georgia. I gotta go with my boys right here, my dogs, the if dogs. you will. That's right. Um, 
I'm going to go Georgia. I think it's a close game. I'm going to go Georgia 45, Tennessee 42. Same score as that Alabama game. But I think Georgia gets it done. And you say that they're home, Dan. That's another reason why I think Tennessee, this is Tennessee's statement game. You can win in Georgia at the reigning national championship, the reigning national champions home turf. You've got to just push forward from there. That is the game. It's gonna be really. It's gonna be a fun watch though. This might be the game of the year. I really hope we're both not. It let has down, man. game of the year written, written all, all over, over it. it. I'm telling you, yep. it, it really does. But I think will. That's gonna wrap it up for us. Thank you so much for tuning in to College Gridiron. Shout out our producer Pat Amaturo. for Will Talent. I am Danny Scott. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs>